Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our very special. Extreme Rules pay-per-view edition of the Top Rope Report. I'm your host, the illustrious Sister Trivia, and as usual, my show wouldn't be the Top Rope Report without this guy sitting next to me, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Nugster, Greg. Greg, welcome. Oh, excuse me. Good afternoon, Mr. Trivia. How are you doing? Or is it good evening? I don't know. Well, uh, Six o'clock, technically evening, Yeah. so maybe good evening. Well, I mean, you know, to start off uh, with a little bit of bad news for uh, Daniel Bryan fans out there, we just got some breaking news before we came on the show, that Daniel Bryan will not be at the pay-per-view tonight defending the Intercontinental Championship, so I'm wondering how that's going to affect his remaining Intercontinental Champion. I mean, they said Wade Barrett's going against uh, Neville, and that's supposed to be on the pre-show. Right. Maybe they'll actually put the tag team title match on the pay-per-view instead of putting it on the pre-show. They always seem to put the tag team champions on pre on the pre-show anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, what your thoughts on Daniel Bryan not being there tonight? I mean, it sucks. Um, there's, I mean, this pay-per-view does not blow me away um, in any way, shape, or form. The uh, fact that Daniel Bryan's not wrestling. It makes it even more of a snooze fest um, for me. Uh, you know, he's definitely one of the performers that I enjoy seeing every pay-per-view. And, you know, him not even being there. Right. You know, not, like, coming out and saying, you know, WWE is, you know, not cleared me to, to wrestle tonight. And I get I, you know, it kind of puts a little Debbie Downer situation are already down pay view in my eyes. Right. And it seems like it's going to be uh, kind of like the last, you know, a couple of pay-per-views we saw, which were uh, the Royal Rumble, which is one of the big four, and Fastlane, where one match saved the entire pay-per-view. Unlike WrestleMania, where every match from top to bottom was A-plus in my book. Well, I wouldn't go A-plus for every Well, yeah, well, maybe Sting Triple H was maybe B-minus, but so uh, we're here on uh, TalkShoe.com. You can give us a call at 724-444-7444. Uh, you can also check us out in our chat uh, our chat that we got up and running. And, uh, Greg, we can also let the fans know we can also be heard on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and TuneIn Radio. So that's going to be uh, quite interesting. 1640 PWPR, Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. But uh, we're going to have some matches that you got written down for us tonight. And, uh, you know, we're going to make our predictions. Some of the predictions, as most people know, with you do come out of left field. Yeah, I might come out of left field with every one of them to make it a little more interesting. I know. I mean, you know, we've got to, like I said, we do have some matches to talk about. We're going to, uh, you know, give us our predictions. And uh, can I ask just a, a quick question? 
um, in your opinion, non-pay-per-view related. All right. Um, it come out earlier this week, a uh, day or two ago, that Goldberg has said that his wrestling days are not over. He does plan on wrestling again, but under no circumstances will it ever be in the WWE. Okay, I remember seeing that. What are your feelings about that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, nobody ever leaves. Not everybody leaves the WWE on good terms. Right. But I don't remember there being a, a bunch of sour grapes when he left WWE. No, I don't remember that either. But I don't, maybe he just doesn't like Vince McMahon. Maybe he just doesn't like Triple H. I mean, what other options does he have? TNA? I mean, he'll destroy, he'll destroy most of the competition in TNA. And they can't even afford to pay the current talent that they have. I know. Up and coming talent. But could he be a person that is a staple in the new Global Force Wrestling Network behind that Jeff Jarrett is behind? I mean, they've already got a better and a more viewable television deal than TNA does currently. Right. Um, they've started announcing shows, you know, scheduled in TV, you know, down the way. Um, they're partnering with some may, uh, minor league baseball teams and doing live events before and or after minor league baseball games. So they're already a half a step ahead of where TNA is, and TNA's been around for quite a bit longer. Right. But I, I thought that, you know, getting a cornerstone wrestler that they can, you know, build off of and around was crucial. Could that be Bill Goldberg? Very possible. I remember, I don't know if you had mentioned it on the show or if we had read it in an email or something, but I know Jeff Jarrett had said about wanting to get a superstar to build around Global Force Wrestling, and at one time he did mention possibly The Rock. Well, that was, yeah, that was in one of, I think that was in my first ever 10 things you want to know, um, that if he could build, if he were, you know, as building a wrestling federation, if there was any current or former professional wrestler in a business, <clears throat> he would choose to start one with, and that was a rock. Right. And now it looks like Goldberg might be the one, if Goldberg doesn't, you know, right. if he goes well, to Global Force. Right, and what else, what would it be, the yeah. Lucha Underground or whatever? I mean, come on, it's a bunch of four-foot Mexicans. Right. How is that going to be anything for him? Yeah, exactly. You, know? you can see that anywhere. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, if he doesn't go to, like I said, if he doesn't go to WWE, there's really not many options out there for him. So we'll just have to sit back and wait and see what... Uh, I, I can't. I just, I don't see Goldberg doing the long road trip independent wrestling show right. that he would have to do. That that you know would be required of him if he if he wasn't to jump into one of the mainstream you know federations. Well, I can't see him uh, you know taking those long trips for a hundred bucks. You know, it's not. Uh, How would that be a Survivor Series main event? Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Nah, uh, they already had that match. Wasn't uh, not a Survivor Series? No, but they had it on a pay per view, and it really wasn't uh, wasn't a big uh, wasn't a big deal. But I'm, I'm still waiting for Brock Lesnar to come back and battle Rusev. I still think that's going to be a hell of a match. I would definitely sit there and watch that 
from top to bottom, front to back, you know, side to side. It would be two great powerhouses. Uh-huh. It would be really interesting to see. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, we, like I said, we, you know, we got this uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view coming up. Uh, now, Greg's got the matches written down, so we're going to get over it. We're going to go over those momentarily, but... Sorry, one of our uh, backstage crew is messing around with something. Yeah, I know. Also, tonight on uh, Blog Talk Radio is the Ken Reedy Show, who is also doing their um, Extreme Rules pay-per-view. So you might want to, you know, check that out if you're not watching, if you're not listening to this, but you should be listening to this. But uh, tonight is the Divas match. We got, uh, you know, going to have a Divas. I think there's only like six matches. Well, they include the, now, I guess, two shows on the uh, pre, <coughs> the kickoff pre-show. Um, there's a total of eight matches. But if it is true that they did move Daniel Bryan's, well, I should say Wade Barrett, to the pre-show with Neville, leaving the tag team match on the pre-show. Granted, that makes for a better pre-show where they'll have less fluff and, you know, you have a 10, 15-minute match, so that's only 40 minutes of talking, 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 talking. So now you have two 12-minute matches, so now you have 36 minutes of talking, talking, which means... They'll be more fluff. Maybe they'll add another um, Bray Wyatt cryptic message right. to you know the show, or maybe another in ring this time between I don't know. Let's see. Um, maybe this time it'll be Craig Ferguson and Hornswoggle. You know the Hedgehog Stewart. Right. And they've had you know you know other. You know, people with feuds and yada yep. yada. Boom. You know, one question I've been sitting back the other day thinking about, and I said, well, what a, what a good time is any to bring it up on the show and uh, get your take on it. Is it me, or does it seem like the WWE pay-per-views have really gotten crappier since they went to the nine ninety nine um price for the WWE Network? Because we all know growing up that you get what you pay for. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I, I just think Because the last that couple of pay-per-views we saw besides WrestleMania were shit, plain and simple. And part of it is you you look to build a character. You build a wrestler. And, you know, we'll, we'll be going through the matches. And it's the... Now, this can sound weird because I think I got one match right at Fastlane. But the predictability of the outcomes of the matches are just so over that you could pull 100 people and I'll guarantee you that 75 to 80% of them are going to have the same outcome or predict the same outcome. Maybe the result might be overall different. It's like the matter whether it's submission, pin, count out, you know, those little things might, you know, differ a little bit. But I think the end result would, you know, 75 to 80% of the people that, that would predict the matches, I think would be the same. And I unfortunately think that you're going to hear that also in our predictions. That's why I'm going to throw curveballs. Definitely. And also one other thing, too, is 
you know, does the WWE really think less of Cesaro and Kidd as tag team champions as opposed to the Usos? Because it always seems like they're putting them on the pre-show. And you really don't want the pre-show to be better than the pay-per-view. I mean, why Why is it? It just seems like that, you know, is there no respect given to them? Or I don't think it has anything to do with them. I think it has to do with who they're putting them up against. I mean, with the Usos not being active as a tag team right now due to the shoulder surgery, they're, I mean... Number one contenders for them are the New Day. And so I really don't have much of an interest in seeing that. You know, a lot of people that do watch the pay-per-views only watch the pay-per-view. I mean, I don't have an exact number or an exact percentage of how many viewers watch the kickoff show versus the pay-per-view. But I know when we would, we used to go to, see the uh, pay-per-views at Hooters. Um, and, yeah, the pre-show would be on, but we're eating our food, we're talking, we're doing this, we're doing that, and we always wanted to make sure that we ordered our food before 8 o'clock because that's when the pay-per-view starts. Right. We that's when the ones are on the Yep. So you put the uninteresting, yeah, whatever matches on the pre-show because if they get missed, you don't feel like you wasted money. Right. I I agree. So, yeah, so like you said, you got any questions or comments, give us a call, 724-444-7444. Our chat is up and running. Have any questions about the pay-per-view or anything else in particular? Or if you happen to have the ability, you can message either, well, message me. You can't message Mike on his phone right now because we're using his phone for the show. But you can always feel free to, you know, send me a message on Facebook. You know, Greg Nutcher-Chester on Facebook, and, you know, pull right the chat lines open right on my phone also. All right, great. All right, Greg, we say we get started on these matches here and see uh, oh, what we can predict winners here. Okay, well, I mean, typically speaking, we start off with anything that's not on the main card. So there's two of those matches, um, apparently. We'll go with, the, I guess, the newest match that they set up for this pay-per-view, and that's Neville versus Bad News Barrett. <coughs> I This was one of those matches that when I was, you know, the Daniel bryan Wade Bear match, I had told Mr. Trigger earlier in a brief meeting that we had before the show that I was going to be coming out of left field with a prediction until 5.07 rolled around and WWE officially announced Daniel Bryan wasn't on a pay-per-view. But I had said that my left field curveball was going to be that Aaron, that, that Neville was going to be fighting Sheamus. Um, he had, you know, Daniel Bryan, due to his injuries, would have to give up the title. And to make it more interesting, you know, Wade Bear would be down in the ring and kind of, you know, say, well, you know, I want to fight somebody for my title and then Neville would come down, and Neville would actually beat Barrett. <coughs> Obviously, I got about two-thirds of it right, maybe half of it right, because Neville will be fighting Barrett, but it won't be for the title. They have not chosen to strip Daniel Bryan of the title. I don't see any reason that 
Barrett wins this match. I think they want to build Neville. They want to build Neville. I see him winning in some type of, not really a fluke, but kind of out of nowhere, victory, and then maybe Barrett beats down on him a little bit and or something to that effect, or, you know, throws a temper tantrum in the ring. But my official prediction for this one will be Neville. Okay, I I kind of tend to agree with you there. I mean, Neville is, you know, like they announced him as the, the man that gravity forgot and you know, he is one of the up-and-coming superstars in NXT, who, by the way, just released six wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that um, eventually. Hopefully, we'll get into that. If not, you know, we're also going to be getting into maybe talking a little bit about Tough Enough, which is coming up again. But uh, I see uh, I see Neville winning this one because I believe that uh, somewhere down the line, the WWE is going to have big plans for this guy. Yeah. Whether it's U.S. champion or whether it's Intercontinental champion, I think they got big plans for this guy. I see uh, Neville taking it over Wade Barrett. Okay. <laughs> well, the next match that we will be talking about is the aforementioned tag team title match. Um, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. <laughs> and against the New Day. And I think there's a subplot to this match. I think the winner of this match, I think the stipulation should be that the loser of this match is forced to add their missing name to their to their title, where if New Day wins, Big E goes back to Big E Langston, and if Tyson, Kidd, and Cesaro lose, Cesaro has to add the Antonio back to it, because that's the only thing that would make me interested in this match. Right, exactly. I mean, it's not, uh, it's really not a match I'm looking forward to. Like I said, you know, my favorite tag team, the Usos, they're on the shelf for a while. Um, Cesaro and, and Kid are an entertaining team. Yes, I will. I will give them that. But uh, you know, experience factor. I would have to say the experience is going to have to go to Big E and Kofi Kingston. But uh, we all know experience doesn't win matches. In, in what ways do you, would you say the experience goes to them? Well, they, I mean, Cesaro and Big E have been around WWE almost the same amount of time, but. Tyson Kidd's been wrestling for longer than Kofi Kingston. No. He hasn't. Kofi Kingston's been wrestling longer than Tyson Kidd. You just never really heard of Tyson Kidd because he was wrestling without... That's what I mean. He he has more... His background in wrestling is much, much more extensive than Kofi. Well, his background, yeah, I, I think that, you know... That's what I'm referring to. Okay, I say it that way because, you know, Kofi Kingston is multiple-time champion. Um, he's a gimmick. Yeah, but he's still good. I mean, you know, he's still acrobatic. You know, the WWE does like some of their wrestlers to be acrobatic. He does have talent. He does have flair for it. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and not winning the title, but I see the New Day winning this match. Okay. <laughs> but not winning the title. Okay. You know, I I kind of go the opposite way. I think I think you see a double um, switch here. I, I see Cesaro and Kid kind of turning a little bit more face, where you'll see the New Day going a little bit more heel. I see Biggie. Kofi and Xavier Woods 
putting a beat down on Cesaro and Kid. So Cesaro and Kid will win. They'll have their hands raised, but it'll be by disqualification because I think eventually they're just going to snap on Kid and Cesaro. And I think all three of them are going to come in because they need to try and start some type of feud with somebody. I know this one kind of got thrown together, you know, as far as the match goes because of the injury. Um, to Jay Uso, right? Jay or Jimmy, I don't remember exactly which one, but um, but I bet you right now, WWE created is kicking themselves in the ass about Miz and Miz now not being a prominent tag team stuff. Right. Because they'd be perfect in that heel form to go up against um, Kid and Cesaro if they did turn face. Possibly the same thing with the Wyatt, too. Yeah. Yep. That would be uh, pretty interesting to see that. So now we're going to go on to the matches. Um, that are on, that are announced on the card. Um, I, I don't know where we should start with this. Um, so many different ways we can go. Uh, we can just get it out of the way. Let's go with the Demons title match. Um, it was originally, as you know, supposed to be Paige versus... Excuse me. Um, hey, can you hold that? I have a call. Oh, Sure. Well, well, well. Hello. Trivia in the Nubster. Oh, what's up? Tony Black. What's going on there? Happy Extreme Rules Sunday. Yes, Yes. it is. I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting here in the police all state watching the WWE Network and a little Connecticut nostalgia from January 5th, 1998, Monday Night Raw, New Haven Coliseum. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's going way that's back. That's old, yep. Yes, it is. And there was the night that uh, Austin was laying a bunch of stunners on the whole uh, roster. Yep. What's your predictions for tonight? I predict that the cage match is going to be a Seth Rollins victory leading into a triple threat between him, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns. Okay. Okay. Now, from what the uh, they've been saying on Facebook, uh, from what telling Daniel Bryan is injured, they will not be able to compete tonight. That is correct. He did not pass his medical evaluation test today. Um, he actually did not even make the trip to Chicago. So yeah, he is he is off the card for this evening. And I'm also making a prediction on the uh, bathroom match, the uh, Divas Championship that. Uh, Mrs. Uso is going to end up winning the belt tonight. Well, we, Greg and I were just talking about that match, and uh, if I could stay awake long enough to watch it, I'm going to, uh, honestly, I'm going to go with Naomi as well. I believe, uh, you know, she's got a new persona now. She's got a new outlook on things, and I think the WWE is going to put the title on her because she can, uh, I think she can generate more um, heat being a heel champion. Like, well, you all know, Nikki Bella's not like come, a side, you know? Right. Come on, come on, Triv. Triv, admit it. You, like, you, you know you like uh, when she shakes what her mama gave her? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, to, uh, 
I kind of watched the whole match, but sometimes the Divas only last like maybe five, six minutes, and then that's about it. So I'm I making am, our, I am. our official prediction now, then, while he's on the phone. Yeah, Naomi. So that's your, so I am my, curious, though. I am curious tonight, because uh, this has been going to be the first time in WWE to see a Russian chain match. And the only time we saw Russian chain matches was back in uh, the old NWA with the Koloffs. Yep, exactly. Who do you think should win that match? You know what? It, I, I can't call that one because, I mean, granted, Cena is a good performer in ring, good wrestler, but with this kind of match, and I'm, I can't predict the winner. Well, I understand, I understand his, his take on that. I just have to have him stand corrected on one thing he said. John Cena is a fighter. John Cena is not a wrestler. John Cena has about as many wrestling moves as Hulk Hogan does. No, he's got <laughs> two more. Two more, okay. But uh, we're going to get into that match later on, too. I've already got my prediction for that. How about hey, I'm just wanna, I just want to run a cheap plug. Sure. Go to Walmart for your basic Hulk Hogan WrestleMania, Ric Flair WrestleMania figures. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I just picked up. Thanks for calling. Right. Enjoy the pay-per-view. We'll talk to you later. Hey, bye. All right. That was uh, former independent wrestler Tony Black joining us there on the line with his uh, couple of hey. predictions. Tini, down. But um, that damn production staff again. Um, Tini, down. Is supposed to be, be, it's supposed to be babysitting here. Down. Okay, finally, listen. Only three times. There you go. So, now we'll get back to the Divas match. Um, left field, right side, parking lot. I, I think if the WWE is really going to be promoting this, give Divas a chance, they need to do something. Yeah. And it's not going to be Naomi winning the belt right now. It's going to be in, in, what, two months, Total Divas comes back on the air. I think you're going to see, this is out of left field, I'm going to predict that a diva that might be getting, you know, a push here shortly, um, pure speculation, is going to have something to do with the outcome of this match and help Naomi um, beat the snot out of Nikki and then beat the snot out of Naomi. And I'm going to say Tamina Snuka is going to come down to the ring during this match and raise holy hell, and it's going to be a no contest. Um, nobody's going to win, nobody's going to lose. She's going to come down. <clears throat> and at first look like she's going to team with Naomi and help her out and then demolish her afterwards. Very, very interesting. I didn't even think of that. I mean, nobody... I, I feel got to make my day for you interesting. I didn't think Tamina Snooker was still around. Very interesting. Well, she did in the same pay per view, or not same pay per view, um, WWE live event in Germany that Layla Layla um, returned. Yep. She was on the other side, you know, in part of that six Divas tag match. Right. So that's my official um, prediction for this one. Tamina. Goes nuts. 
on both barrels. Okay. All right. So then let's get into another non-title um, match here. We'll go with um, Ambrose and Harper. I'm going to. Uh, hmm. Well, I want to lean towards a double disqualification. But that really wouldn't be. Uh, oh, isn't this a street fight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But I. But that really wouldn't. So be how like, do you get a double disqualification? Right. So I'm just saying that wouldn't really look good because you know. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Dean Ambrose, and one yeah. of the reasons why is because I've noticed over the years, <laughs> watching wrestling from you know when I was a little trivia, to. Um, Guest number two is logged into the chat. Welcome, guest number three. Um, back when I was a little trivia, I always noticed that, you know, the WWE would put wrestlers against each other five, six, seven times, and out of the five times, the guy would get the snot beat out of him three out of five times. And then the guy who was getting the snot beat out of him would eventually win. So Dean Ambrose would be getting the snot beat out of him by... Uh, Luke Harper, you know, he got screwed up a lot in the ladder match. I see this one going to Dean Ambrose. Okay. Okay. Um, how far out do you want me to go? Um, well, start off at the concession stand and see where you go from there. All right. So, I guess the, the um, you can look at this. My concession order is either going to be a pretzel or it's going to be um, Cracker Jacks. Because my body's either twisted or it's nuts. <laughs> I think we're going to see, and this goes back to um, a brief something you had said before about our tag team division. Right. I think you're going to see the reunited front of the, of the original Wyatt family and Eric Rowan getting involved in this match. I think you will see him and Harper totally, absolutely, 150% demolish Ambrose. Nothing leads me to believe this except for the fact that I want interesting things to happen on this pay-per-view. Right. So I'm going with Harper. Obviously, it's a last minute standing match. Anything goes. Well, the last minute standing match is Roman. Oh, that's sorry, sorry. The street fight, so anything goes. I think it'll do it in a manner of where, you know, Rowan comes out, you know, and maybe they, you know, him and Harper go eye-to-eye, eye-to-eye, and Ambrose is sitting there on the ground, and then Rowan, you know, puts the goat mask up on top of his head, looks at him, they both nod and beat the snot out of Ambrose. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, I can definitely... Which, you know, which um, which leads me to believe what we talked about before. What are you doing? Mr. Trinity's not too computer-savvy here. Which, uh, which leads me to... My next point, when we talked about the tag teams, how some of them, you know, you don't really see too many more of them, and how would that, you know, and would this be a possibility if it happened with Eric Rowan of maybe right. putting uh, Eric Rowan and Harper back as a tag team? Right. And it's also another way to get more names <laughs> on their weekly shows. Right. That's why, that's kind of why you, you know, put faith in the tag teams. Yep. <clears throat> Next one, we'll go with kind of a match that I just accidentally alluded to, the last man standing match. Um, Roman Reigns and Big Show. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to, you know, this is like, well, how many times have they fought already? Like 11? 
Yeah, about that, about that, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I don't think there's any way around it. I don't know any other way to put it, but if Roman Reigns doesn't win, <coughs> well, that's a little bold and a little ballsy, but my out of right field for this one is if Roman Reigns doesn't win, I, the Nugster, will join Bruce Jenner in becoming a transgender <laughs> human being. If uh, Roman Reigns doesn't win? Yes. Yeah. Well, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Not the transgender part, but I agree with you on with, uh, Roman Reigns because, I mean, you know, where else, what else do they have left for the big show? I mean, he's been a mainstay in the WWE, so to speak, for a long time. I mean, we've seen... Heel turn, face turn, heel turn, face turn, half a dozen times. He turns one a ballerina. Right. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, to quote Big Daddy from our interview the other day, I mean, you know, the big show goes back like, like a recliner. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just a thing where, you know, I really don't want to see this match because the big show, eh, it's a last man standing match, and to keep him down for a ten count. It's going to take a lot to keep him down. Right, I, I think it's going to be a brutal match. Yes, but I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. Okay, okay. The next match we will discuss is um, going to be Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, uh, this is the Kiss Me Arse match. Kiss Me Arse match. Yes. Well, Sheamus. I mean, if we went by who looks the stupidest, Sheamus would win hands down. Um, I, I, I kind of, not, I don't dislike the look anywhere near as much as you do. I think it's good for his. Oh, character. I don't dislike the look. I think it's funny when the crowd just chants, "You look stupid." Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think it's a stupid look. It makes him look tougher. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I was never on the Dolph Ziggler bandwagon. Until I spoke with Diamond Day Rosenbluth uh, from the Ken Reedy Show a few years back when I was living in uh, Pennsylvania. And, you know, he, he kind of enlightened me and opened my eyes to what kind of talent Dolph Ziggler really is. And I'm kind of a big Dolph Ziggler fan now. I mean, he's got good talent. He's been a multiple-time champion. But I really don't think he's right there just yet with Sheamus. I mean, Sheamus was out for a while. Yep. They brought him back. Um, what reason did they bring him back? I don't know. Do they have title aspirations for him? Possibly. But I just don't see Ziggler winning this match. This is kind of a this is kind of a Sheamus match. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sheamus. Okay. Now I'm gonna look at this match from two different point of, points of view. It's, a, it's two different ways you can go first. Earlier this week, um, a little cryptic tweet came out from Dolph Ziggler when asked the question. I don't, I don't remember the exact question, but he alluded to the fact that he, you know, well, we'll see what happens in five months. The comments were made that made people speculate um, a, that his contract is up, which I believe was confirmed that his contract is up um, five months from now, which puts it right around September, October, and that there's a possibility that he may move on from the WWE. 
So I look at this one of two ways. Similar, in, in fact, of CM Punk when he was getting ready to leave. Not that he was he's going to sit down in the ring and do a pipe bomb, but he's starting to gain a little, you know, momentum in, you know, this match, in this match, in that match. He was the lone survivor. <coughs> I So does the WWE raise him to that championship level to reward him, to try, try and convince him to sign on to an extension? Or do they feel that, you know what, he's already one foot out the door, let's just bury him for the rest of his contract. Right. I'm going to hope it's the latter, because um, I, I really do think that you know, he could be, you know, a, a good standing force in this company for a while. So I'm hoping that they can start a push, and I think that push is going to start tonight. I'm going to officially go against the grain with this one, and everything tells me Sheamus is going to win, but I'm just going to go the opposite way and say that Ziggler does come out on top of this one. And when he goes and Sheamus goes to kiss Ziggler's arse, Sheamus is actually going to shit out an actual leprechaun <laughs> while he's doing it. Yeah, that would be something. Uh, don't forget, give us a call, 724-444-7444. We've got a couple people in the chat room right now, so if you got any questions about yeah, feel free to ask about the pay-per-view, got any comments about how the show is, you know? Send us something. We'll definitely uh, respond right back to you. Okay. Now, we the last two matches we have are the two title matches. First one that we'll talk about is Cena versus Rusev in the Russian chain match. Right. Which is a strat match just for the chain. Yep. Where you have the four, you know, corners that you have to tap. Now, my question is that I, I forget. I haven't seen the strat match in a while. You have to do it. In order, right? Yeah, but like you can't go one, two, three, and then if Rusev hits one, and then you get and hit the fourth, no, 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 no. all over. No, nope. once you once you start one, two, three, you got to go one, two, three, four. If Rusev goes one, two, three, and then Cena starts pounding on him and doesn't touch the fourth one, when Rusev does it again, he has to start off at one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's not <clears throat> touching the four corners. Right. It has to be simultaneous. Or altogether, whichever comes first. So what's the difference between that and a last man standing match? Because you'd have to knock somebody down for 10 seconds in order for said person to be able to get to all four corners. Okay, anyways. Right. <coughs> My house, the office phone is ringing, but I don't hear it. Right. Because right. the, um, <coughs> the last man standing match... No, it's just me being... Yeah, you know. okay, I was going to say, there is a little bit of a difference, but the last time I saw a Russian chain match was from the creator, Ivan Koloff. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Uh, as much as I really hate to see it happen, uh, you know, other than this guy just dislocating his shoulder in the basketball game, that, that was pretty nasty. Yeah. But, uh, oh, we have a... Hello, welcome on... You're, you're on the top rope report. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey guys, how's it going this week? It's Mike from Mike Ferrara Speaks. Hey Mike, how you doing? All right, Mr. Trivia, how's it going tonight? Good. How's the show? 
Uh, so far, so good. You know, been been busy, you know, booking guests and stuff. Uh, is Greg with us on the line? Oh, yes, I am. How are you? Okay, good, Greg. How's it going? Uh, what were you guys talking about? I know we're we're getting ready for the pre-show tonight, and you got and you know we're gonna. I, I think if you wanna, we could talk some um, predictions. I don't know what you guys were talking about, but let me know what you guys want to do. We were just making our predictions. Yeah, we're we're just actually now just starting to discuss the Cena Rusev match. Okay. Yep. Yeah. How do you think this match is gonna lay out? Uh, I think Cena's gonna win. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I think I think. Well, is the U.S. title on the line? Yeah. Yes. It is, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think Cena's gonna win because I don't see Rusev getting the U.S. title back. I, if it was if it was just a regular Russian chain match, I think Rusev would win. But uh, right. my pick. So I'm picking John Cena. Okay. Okay. Well, Mr. Trivia has also picked John Cena. Um, I myself have taken a stand in this pay-per-view where I'm going to come out of left field with every single match. So I'm going to come out of left field with a bold prediction for this one. Tonight you will see a face turn for Lana. The um, She will turn on Rusev um, himself, preventing him from getting to his fourth turnbuckle whether it's, you know, grabbing the chain and just long enough to get Cena to come back up, then Cena's going to AA and do everything he has to do. So Cena will come out on top, but you will see a face turn from Lana tonight. You said an AA. Pinfall doesn't count in this match. But you, you, yeah. have, you have to knock him out long enough. AA and then drag him. Exactly. Okay. And then, you know, get you know, yep. to the fourth thing. So he's going to have to incapacitate him, hook him the AA, put him in the, you know, um, STF, and then, you know, till he passes out, and then he'll hit the four corners, and Lana in two weeks will be announced as the newest um, GM of Monday Night Raw. Very interesting. Um, that's way past that. I've got a left field prediction for you for the Randy Orton match. So you wait. It's going to be interesting to hear this. But your, your prediction is John Cena, Mike? Yes, sir. What's your prediction on the Divas match? My my Divas match, uh, it's Nikki it's Nikki versus Paige, right, Greg? It's actually Naomi. Paige is officially not on the card. Oh, so it's Naomi. Oh, what happened to Paige? Well, she had that quote unquote beat down a couple weeks ago on Raw. Um, she's off she's off TV for a few weeks filming a movie with the Miz. Okay. So they had to write her off TV for a few weeks one way. Right. So this this was their easy way of doing it. You know, Naomi came in and she attacked her. Which right, I remember that. But now, but now, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, so that's right. So Nikki's that's right. Nikki's still the champion. Is it? I could have sworn Paige yeah. won the belt, didn't she win? No. No. What did she win in London? She just won the match. Yeah. Oh, she won the Battle Royal, right? Yeah, she won the Battle Royal when she... That's right. Okay. All right, so my prediction for that um, would be Nikki... I want to say Nikki Bella on that one. I'm going to go with Nikki. Um, I do like the face turn... I mean, the heel turn by Naomi. It looks like a desperate turn, kind of. But I'm going to go with Nikki Bella. Um, What do you guys think? Well, I think Naomi... (laughs) <laughs> and I said that 
Tamina was going to make her return to the pay-per-view scene, and she was going to at first look like she was aligning with Naomi to take out Nikki, but then she's going to turn on Naomi and take her out, and she'll stand in the middle of the ring after the match is over, standing over both of them. Yep. Okay. Greg and Mike, we have... I have a question here for Mike because because Mike is so not like all of us here on podcast wrestling and our radio shows and our talk shows that we do and podcast shows. We're all knowledgeable people in the wrestling business. I would like to get Mike Ferrara's comment or his opinion on what will happen with the Intercontinental Championship now that Daniel Bryan is not going to be wrestling tonight. Yeah, and that, and and I was gonna, and you know what? It, w- it was gonna be Daniel Bryan versus Wade Barrett. I would have picked. I would have picked Wade Barrett because Daniel Bryan's injured, and I feel bad for Daniel Bryan because it seems that every time Daniel Bryan gets somewhere, something happens and he gets injured, and 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 uh, it's it's really he really reminds me of Shawn Michaels a whole bunch with that. Um, yeah. but now, but now I, heard, I we learned today, um. We learned today that it's going to be Wade Barrett versus Neville, and I think that match is really going to be good. But I think Wade Barrett's going to win that. Okay, I I picked Neville, I believe. Right, yeah, as did I. We both picked Neville. Um, I I think he'll go over in some manner where, you know, it's not going to be like obviously a clear cut victory. I just think it'll be one of those things where it kind of comes out of you know, it's unexpected, and then he beats Barrett. I don't see Barrett gaining anything by beating Neville, but I see Neville losing a lot if he right. loses. Okay, now let's get to the final one because you're going to hear this one. Let's go Rollins and Orton now. Mike Flair, why don't we let you take the floor first on this one? Thank you, sir. Um, the floor is, you know, I've been going back and forth with this. I, I know Kane's going to be a factor, and then I heard a, I heard a rumor about Bray Wyatt that Bray Wyatt's going to interfere in this match um, again. Another cage match where he might interfere. Oh, I, I, you know, my gut. If I have to go with my gut, uh, I would say I would say Randy Orton wins. If I was picking with my head, I don't know. I I think that Kane's going to be a big factor in this. I think Kane's going to either close the door on Seth or close the door on Randy Orton. I could see. I could see um I could see him either doing it by mistake to Seth or doing it for real. I don't know. I, I think Randy Orton wins. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. But like, I mean what do you guys think about this? You look like a kid at Christmas waiting to open your big gift. You can go, Greg. Okay. <laughs> this you know, it's tough to come out of left field with this one. Um, I don't see them putting the belt on Rollins the way they did and then losing the first pay-per-view that he has to defend it. I really think that you will see somewhere down the line Brock Lesnar get retribution on Rollins, whether he just beats a living daylight out of him or does it to get his title back. I also agree with, um, with you, Mike, that there will be some way that Kane does, you know, interfere uh, it might be one of those where Rollins incapacitates one to get to the door and Kane refuses to open it. Right. But then later in the match, Kamala heads prevail, and he does the same thing. He opens the door for Orton, and as Orton's leaving, like nails him with the door, which allows Rollins to climb over the top to come down 
and remain champion. Or Bray Wyatt shows up. What do you th- what do you think about that possibility? Well, my take on it is this. Tonight, my prediction is you will see the revealing of the newest member of the authority. Greg, I believe you 100% when you say Seth Rollins is going to be ready to leave the cage and cooler heads will prevail and Kane will go easy, but nope. What's going to happen is I believe Seth Rollins is going to get ready to um, go off the cage and Kane is going to slam the cage door on him smashing him in the face, and out comes the newest member of the authority, the Punjabi playboy, the Great Khali. Where else would it be? The Great Khali has re-signed with the WWE, and what better way to bring Khali back to to an already blah pay-per-view, which I believe it's going to be, let's get some excitement into this pay-per-view, and let's see Khali start a program with Kane, two big men. That's what I see going to happen. Put me down for... Uh, who's your official winner? My official winner will be Seth Rollins. Okay. I've got to actually change my, my prediction. I know this is the first, but I have to change it. I have to pick. I forgot Seth Rollins was the champion. Listening to this whole thing, I, real, I forgot all about that. So I have to change it. My, 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 my prediction change is going to be Seth Rollins um, wins it, and uh, it's going to be uh, Bray Wyatt is going to interfere in this match, and uh, that's what's going to happen. Kane's going to close the door on Seth. Um, Team's going to close the door on Seth, but then it's going to get ugly and uh, and Bray Wyatt's going to come out of nowhere and, and do his thing. That's and, and just, that's you know. that's it said that Bray Wyatt was going to come out from underneath the ring and cause Randy Orton to win the championship. I mean, or he's going to come up from the ring. Or he's going to be in. I don't know how he's going to do, but some. But there were there were rumors that this is that this new promo that he's been cutting is on Randy Orton now. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and and it's still with the fog and the eerie. So I, I'm, I'm. So that's my I, prediction, I've heard, sir. I've heard that they're building for future future um, feuds between Kane and Roman Reigns, but Bray Wyatt's cryptic talk has, has been about Ryback. So that's where you know my view on the the match kind of goes in the other way. Um, I mean, we all get our information from somewhere. I mean, obviously, if we all got the same information, it would all be, you know, boring like Brazil Housewives of New Jersey. Really? All right, Mike, thanks a lot for your predictions, and uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to listening to Mike Ferrara speaks here on Podcast Radio Pro Wrestling. Also, I will be heard in about, I don't know, a couple of, maybe about 7 o'clock, 7.30, maybe on the uh, Ken Reedy Show. Don't forget our, fr- uh, you know, our family over there with the Ken Reedy Show. Ken and Dave, get, they're getting you guys ready for uh, for Extreme Rules tonight. They're on we- Blog Talk Radio um, yes. with 16.40. Um, PWPR. So we're all in the fam. We're like the we're we're like Archie Bunker, and we're all in the family. So, yes. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely uh, 
be giving you guys a call next week, um, and we'll we'll touch base, guys. Uh, you know, over the pay per view and stuff, and I'll talk to you then. But thank you uh, for having me on the show tonight, and I'm glad I could contribute with some predictions. All right, Mike. Great. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Take care. All right, you guys got it. Bye bye. All right. Oh, that was nice to have Mr. Uh, Mike Ferraro from yeah, Ferraro from Mike Ferraro speak. Yes, yes. Well, I'll catch know, him be, here on Lovely Family on PWPR. Yes. You can catch him on uh, the same one as us, iTunes and Talk Show, and definitely check out the show. Now, if any prediction, in all honesty, good friends, we've <laughs> known each other for years. I really don't know what they put on top of your pizza. Um, but if any prediction I have ever heard that I am so wanting to not see is the great colleague come out in any way, shape. The man cannot move. He cannot wrestle. I've seen quadriplegics that don't have legs move better than this man. Right, but he is, he fits the ideal mold of the WWE because the WWE no, likes he the big man. It doesn't matter, but at least the big show is a big man, can move. Kane, big, can move. Even Bastion Booger was big, but he That's was able adult. to move. Yep. He cannot Move. Well, that's what I believe. Uh, I believe like I said, you know, if if it happens, all hail to the holy Mister Trivia. But if it does happen, I I I don't even I don't know. I I may just be the straight up house reporter for TNA house shows <laughs> and totally give up on the WWE. Yep. And we're sitting here watching uh, some show here talking about. Uh, the Mayweather Pacquiao fight on Saturday night, which uh, I don't know how many Pacquiao did, uh, many Pacquiao did growing up, but uh, he's 36 years old and uh, time to go back to school, Manny, because uh, I believe your days uh, in the boxing business are over. And uh, so you think Floyd's uh, gonna just destroy him? I think Mayweather's gonna stop him. I think the referee's gonna stop the fight in maybe the eighth, ninth round. But I will go out on a limb and say that if if Floyd Mayweather tries to slug it out with Manny Pacquiao, he's going to get knocked on his ass. And that's that's what, you know, Mayweather is by, in my opinion, he's, I'm not going to say by far, but, you know, up and away a better boxer yeah. than Pacquiao. I think he's going to be able to dance yeah. around the ring, but I think he's got a huge ego. I see Manny catching him. I mean, I'm going to say in the third or fourth round, catching him with a stiff shot that's going to open up Mayweather um, to, you know, not blood-wise, but open up to, like, oh, my God, you know, because he doesn't, he's, he's a boxer. He doesn't get hit. I think Manny is going to give him, a, get a good shot in, and it's going to be like, well, wait a minute. Then it's going to turn into more of a fight, and when that happens, Manny knocks him out in the seventh. Well, Put your money on it. I think Mayweather is way too fast for Pacquiao. With, May, with Mayweather, you don't see his punches until they're coming back. I understand that. But like he's I said, very, I think, very accurate. I think Manny's going to catch him unexpectedly. And it probably won't be. It'll be like a left hook, something out of, you know, out of left field. Yep. Something that he's not going to expect and he's going to catch him and it's going to stun him. 
and it's gonna he's gonna get in and, and get to get to Mayweather and get under huh? his skin to where it no longer is a boxing match turned into a fight yep. where and, and I'm gonna say it seventh round knockout by Manny Pacquiao. Okay, and that was our. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boxing okay, Craig, we got a few minutes left here. It's going to be like a little hour show tonight, but I just want to let the uh, wrestling fans know that for the next three weeks here on the Top Rope Report, May 3rd, we will be joined live on the phone by former WWF wrestling star and New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer Mario Mancini will be with <laughs> us next week live on the Top Rope Report. You might want to stay tuned and uh, tune into that one. Oh, great. You know, as we've been doing the show over the past several episodes, past few years that I've been doing the show before you joined in and made the show A+, I've interviewed wrestlers, and I got their point of view on things. I've interviewed promoters. I've interviewed managers. Hell, I've even gone. Women interviewed fans. You've interviewed a ring announcer. I've interviewed ring announcers. On May the 10th, we're going to get a referee's point of view. Oh, excellent. Excellent. As joining us live on the Top Rope Report May 10th will be former WCW referee Billy Silverman. Oh, cool. We'll be joining us here on the Top Rope Report. I know we had been, been, uh, we had our guys back there. You know, working on getting that that deal nailed down, and it's glad that it's officially set. And also on May the 17th, we're going to have a very special guest on. It's going to be a touching show for Mr. Trivia that night, as we are going to look into the family aspect of the Top Rope Report and see what it's like to grow up in the family of a professional wrestler as we will have on the line with us live on May 17th, the daughter of wrestling legend, the fantastic Ox Baker. So we're looking forward to that. What are you laughing about? I'm sorry. I do apologize. But if you do hear that crying and whining in the background, we are not torturing anybody. <laughs> it is it is our, our top rope mascot. Yes. Um trying to play with his he has this little red rubber toy that you can fill with peanut butter and they go in and they get peanut butter. He's trying to play with it right now while we're on doing our show. Right. And uh, so, but, but May but May seventeenth, we're gonna get an all access look as to what it was like to grow up with the legendary Ox Baker. As Ox Baker's daughter, Megan, will be joining us here on the Top Rope Report live on the phone May 17th. So you definitely want to tune into that. So we're three minutes away here from ending the show. Greg, we're looking, hopefully hopefully we can give this pay-per-view at least a C. Yeah, I think that would be, um, well, if my predictions come through for me, it'll be an A+. Plus. <laughs> You know, all the, the left fields. But a C would make it a worthwhile pay-per-view. But, uh, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention too before we go off the air. Um, have you heard anything lately? Has uh, anybody from the office contacted you about uh, a Samoa Joe sighting? I've, I've heard speculation that he is going to be um, joining WWE and more than likely in the month of June. And I guess the big... Last negotiating line that they've got to get across is whether he starts in NXT 
or if he starts on the main roster. Right. So we're uh, well, we're getting ready to end the show right now. We got the they just they just gave us a the figure signal. You know, no, I uh, <clears throat> you sucked it up, yes. Yeah. So we're getting ready to close up. Getting ready to watch the pre-show pay-per-view. So on behalf of Tamina. On behalf of the Nurse Progression, the Nurse Mr. Don't forget, you can catch us on PWPR 1640 Podcast Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. You can also catch us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Spreaker.com. So this is the illustrious Mr. Tribute for the Nurse of Greg Chester saying enjoy tonight's pay-per-view, and we'll see you at the matches. Tamina. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.